The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Never run late. Never run late. If there's one thing you can do today to improve your practice, that's it. Do not take a patient back late. But can it be done? It absolutely can be done. I did it for many, many years in my practice, and I know you can too. And that's what we're going to talk about today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddo. I'm your host today on this very special edition of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, where I'm going to give you some great tips and philosophies so that you will never run late in your dental practice again. Because let's face it, what does it say when you run late? It says to the patient two things. Well, at least two things. It says to the patient, we have no control over our own schedule. But more importantly, it also says, we don't care about you because we gave you this appointment time. We confirmed you 50 gazillion times. We texted you. We called you. We emailed you. We faxed you. We telexed you. We hocked you a chinik, and you came in for your appointment. And now we're going to take you back 10, 15, 20 minutes late. And don't do that trick where you take the patient back on time, but let them rot away in the treatment room for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Everybody's on to that. That's still running late. Now, will you actually lose patients if you run late? You absolutely will, 100%. They may not tell you that's why they're leaving, but that is why they're leaving your practice. And they certainly won't refer their friends and families. And I'm gonna tell you a story in a second about why I left the doctor because they were running late all the time. But first, I just wanna let you know that if you're listening to or watching this podcast, you might already know, but maybe you don't know yet, that the quickest way to lower the overhead in your practice is to use Fat Merchant for your credit card processing. I mean, geez, why wouldn't you be doing this? They don't charge an overage percentage on every charge. They just charge a very low monthly flat fee. You know, with everybody, every other credit card processing service, the better your practice does, the more you're paying in credit card processing fees. Well, that makes no sense. Just pay a low monthly fee. Go with Fat Merchant. So go to matto.com slash save to check out how Fat Merchant can save you money every single month. We use it at the Matto Center, and you should too. Well, if that's not enough incentive, I'll tell you what. If you go there before the end of October and you put in the special code MADSEP, M-A-D-S-E-P, you will get a free pin pad. I think that's about $175 value. One of those contact-free, really cool pin pads. You'll get it free. What the heck are you waiting for? Go to matto.com slash save and put in the code MADSEP, M-A-D-S-E-P, and you'll be on your way. Speaking of that, several people pointed out to me last month that I made a mistake with another one of our matter.com pages. I'm so sorry. I was talking about Southern Dental Refining, SDR, the place to get the most money for your dental scrap. They are so much better than everyone else. They're family owned, they're honest, they're low overhead, no hidden fees or surcharges or crazy, um, you know, whatever the other places rip you off on. You will get paid more for your scrap, much more. Like a friend of mine who just got a check for over $6,500 from Southern Dental Refining. So unfortunately, I gave the wrong 
page last week, and I apologize. Go to matto.com slash gold, M-A-D-O-W.com slash G-O-L-D, and you'll be on your way. You can get a shipping label. You can just put your scrap in an old lab box, slap the label on it, and boom, a big check is about to arrive in the mail. It's like a, you open up a fortune cookie, you know? A big check is about to arrive in the mail. Well, you can make your fortune come true by going to matto.com slash gold. So do that right away. Okay, here's a story. Um, several years ago, I was waking up every morning with really bad allergies. My eyes will be running, stuffy nose, little headaches, sinus ache. You know, if you've got allergies, you know the deal. So um, some people suggested that I go see an allergist about this. Well, that made sense. But hey, I live in Baltimore, Maryland. And if you know anything about the medical world, you know that Baltimore, Maryland is home to the best hospital in the world, right? Johns Hopkins Hospital and University and Medical School, all right here in my hometown of Maryland. So we have access to the best doctors in the world. So I was determined I'm going to go, not that, you know, I was at any level where I actually needed this, but what the heck, I was going to find the best allergist in the world and go see this person because um, they were affiliated with Hopkins. So I found out who one of the heads of the allergy department was at Hopkins. I made an appointment. I went to see him. Super nice guy. Now, if any of you have been through this, you know what they do when you go to the allergist. They, they poke your arm and back like 10,000 times with all these different serums, and then they watch to see if the poke reacts, and then that's what you're allergic to. So they gave me like 100 pokes, and then they determined I was allergic to the same things everybody else is allergic to. I don't know what they are, you know, dust mites and some tree stuff, and you know, basically, you know, some version of hay fever or whatever. So then they make up this special secret customized potion just for you. And I had to go in, I think every two weeks and get injected with this. And you know, the deal is after a while you build up tolerance and you're no longer allergic. So every two weeks I went in and after the nurse gave me the shot, the doctor had to check the site to make sure that there was no bad reaction to it. So I would go in every time I would wait. I mean, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. It was I'm always on time for my appointments. I'm usually five minutes early. You know, some people say, if you're not early, you're late. Not sure if that makes sense, but I kind of believe it. I love being early for appointments. Yeah, you sit there, you do some work, you look at your laptop, read a book, whatever. So I was there early every single time and they took me back 30 minutes late, 35, 40 minutes late. It was ridiculous. Finally, after about seven or eight of these, I got so fed up I went to the very nice woman at the front desk and said, hey, you know, it seems like every time I come here for my injection, um, I have to wait 30, 35 minutes. It really doesn't fit well with my schedule. I'll tell you what, every time I come in from now on, I'd like to be the first appointment of the day. And that way, Dr. L, I won't give his name, started with an L. Dr. L can see me right on time and I'll be out of your way. And she said, okay, well, uh, that's the nine o'clock appointment. So for your next appointment, I'll give you the nine o'clock appointment. But I got to warn you, Dr. L doesn't get here until 9.40. It's like, what? That, look, they weren't asking me how to run their office, so I just had to go with it. So I'll tell you what, give me the 9.40 appointment. I'll be here at 9.35. When Dr. L gets in, he can look at my shot. I'll be out of your way. Well, when he comes in at 9.40, he starts with the 9 o'clock appointment. I realized there was no way this office was ever going to run on time. So I just asked her, I said, hey, look, that's just not going to work with my schedule. It wouldn't work with yours either. We're all so busy these days. So that's not going to work with my schedule. Can you recommend another allergist um, that's just as good as Dr. L that doesn't run late all the time? And she thought for a second 
and she referred me to somebody about two blocks away. And this guy was not a Hopkins doctor. I don't even know. I, I, you know, maybe he went to medical school somewhere. You know, I, I don't know where he went. I don't know anything about him. I don't know what hospital he was affiliated with, but I just know that she referred me and she said, this guy doesn't run late. And I went and he took me back on time every single time. Now, are my allergies better? No, I think the whole thing's, nobody's ever gotten better from these crazy allergy shots, but it doesn't matter because the guy ran on time. So I actually left this office because they were running late all the time. Now, will people leave your dental office if you're running late all the time? Absolutely. You know, they may not tell you why they're leaving, but I got to tell you, when we do our, our data analysis of practices all across the country, just about every practice we analyze has a huge attrition problem. Everybody's focused on new patients, new patients, new patients. We need more new patients. Yet when we do our data analysis, we find that in most practices, they're losing almost as many patients every month as they're gaining. And in some cases, it's a negative patient flow. They're getting a decent amount of new patients, but more patients are leaving out the back doors, we say. Well, you know, we work so hard to get these new patients. We need to focus more on retaining the patients we already have. And if you're running late, that's one reason why you're losing patients. And even if patients don't leave, they're certainly not going to refer their friends and family members if you're running late all the time. So it's important to never run late. By the way, if you want us to do one of those practice analysis snapshots for you, we'd be glad to. We do it at no charge. We'll make you all kinds of cool little charts and graphs. We'll review it with you. No obligation, no pressure. It's really fun. And you will learn a ton about your practice. So just go to matto.com slash snapshot. Matto.com slash snapshot. We can get you on your way with a really cool, no charge, no obligation data analysis. You will learn a ton about your practice, including how many patients are leaving through the back door or the side door or the revolving door or whatever door you want to call it, slipping through the cracks um, compared to the amount of new patients you're getting every month. So really, really um, eye-opening stuff. So go to matto.com slash snapshot. Okay, so we have a flashback to my practice. Um, we had one of those days where we were running late. We were just, we couldn't catch up. It felt like we were running late from the second I put the key in the door. We worked through lunch. We couldn't catch up. All afternoon, we're running late. And you know what happens. The doc, and I, I was in a not a great mood because of it. The team's getting kind of bitey and snappy, and the patients can tell. And we're running late, and nobody's happy. And that's not the way I want to practice. I want to have fun every day, just like you do. And when you're running late all the time, that's pressure, and it's no fun. So I'm so we're, we're not doing this again. This is ridiculous. So I called a team meeting. So the next Tuesday morning, we meet in the staff lounge. We bring our schedule. We're analyzing the schedule. We're looking at my schedule and the hygiene schedules. And here's something we learned, that even in a really busy day, like that day when we were running late all the day, all day, there are always these little gaps in time in the doctor's schedule, five minutes here, six minutes there, eight minutes there, maybe, you know, you're waiting for a patient to get numb. Um, maybe your assistant's making a beautiful temporary. Maybe you're doing an impression. You finished a procedure early. Whatever it is, there are these little gaps in time, even in a very busy day in the doctor's schedule. And, and team members, doctors, you can just close your, your ears for a second. Team members, what do the docs do when they have those little gaps in time? We don't know. They disappear. They go into Never Never Land. They go into their private office and close the door. And then they're reading the newspaper. They're reading dental economics. They're listening to the um, Dental Practice Fixers podcast. We don't know what they're, they're going on eBay to try to buy a Porsche for $12 because we're so cheap. You know, I don't know what they're doing. 
I used to do it too, but we kind of get lost in our own little world and then emerge like, you know, 15 minutes later, like, what happened? What's going on here? Oh, you've got a patient in the check-in room too. You've got a patient waiting in room one. It's just a mess. So not a good scenario, but we do have those little time periods every day, even days when we're really busy, where the doctor's got a little break. Okay, so that's one scenario. Now let's think of another scenario. Let's think that um, Doc's doing a crown prep and it's a big... M-O-D-B-L, X-Y-Z, P-D-Q amalgam that had to come out. There's a ton of bacteria and decay and all kinds of gross crap underneath. You know, it looks like somebody puked inside that tooth when you open it up and you're removing the decay. And then you're, you know, you're getting a little closer to the pulp that you're not in your comfort level anymore with the high speed. So you put that down. You take that old slow speed round burr that you haven't used in a couple of years. You know, the patient's head's bobbing up and down and decay's flying all over the place and you're getting closer and closer to the pulp. So you, you take that. Uh, you, you get rid of that thing, then you go in the bottom drawer and you try to find an old spoon excavator and you look at the sterilization packet and it says um, September 8th, 1997. Good enough. You open it up. It's a rusty old spoon excavator. You take a Brillo pad, clean it off. You're digging out the decay. You're getting so close to the pulp and then you can almost like see it through a thin layer of dentin or whatever that infected goo is down there. And you put down that spoon excavator, you go into the kitchen, you get a plastic butter knife and you boom, pulp exposure. Oh crap, nobody's happy. Oh, I, I need to take a little mental break. So you're getting ready to tell the patient about the pulp exposure and, and your heart's beating faster, your blood pressure's going up. So you just take a deep breath, oh, lean back to get that moment of zen. And you make the mistake of one corner of your eyeball looks through the door of the treatment room and who's standing there? Yes, it's the hygienist. And she's looking at her watch and she's giving you the hairy hygiene eyeball and she's, she's thinking, Doc, you're running late. Now I'm running late. Now we're all running late. What's going on here? So here's what we can learn from that. There is no law in the state of Maryland where I practiced or in your state in any state, in any province, in any country that says the hygiene patient needs to be checked at the end of their appointment. It's just a tradition we've been doing since the days of Albert Phones. If you don't know who that is, look them up. I think it's spelled F-O-N-E-S. Um, it's just a tradition that we've been doing that makes no sense. The tradition is the hygienist sees a patient for their entire appointment, and then they sit the patient up and they go try to find the doctor or they do some kind of weird paging system. Or maybe you're in one of those offices where everybody's got a different signal. So they push the doctor's signal and goes like, doo -doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo -doo, and the doctor knows that's their signal, but they're busy treating a patient. So it takes them five to 10 minutes to get there. A total waste of time. Now everybody's running behind. So here's what we said. That's a ridiculous tradition. Here's what we're gonna do. When the doctor, and this was me or you, has time in your schedule, four minutes, five minutes, six minutes, three minutes, whatever, just a little break. Instead of going into the private office and getting lost, go into the room of your hygienist. And the hygienist knows that when they see the doctor come in, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They could just be finish their exam. They could be in the middle of a cleaning. Whenever the doc walks in, they rinse the patient out, sit them up, tell the doctor their findings, hand over the instruments. The doctor does little, hey, how's it going? Great to see you. How's that blah, blah, blah working out? And they check, 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 look, 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 check, 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 check. Things look great. Or hey, let's talk about this tooth down here, whatever it is. A little chit chat, a little friendly. Thank you for coming in. Boom. Doctor's gone. A hygienist never has to wait for a doctor 
a doctor never has to wait for a hygienist. Wow, amazing, it actually works. We found that just by doing this little hygiene check system, we added two hours into the total schedule, that's counting doctor and hygiene columns, that we never ever thought we had. Unbelievable, finding time just by doing this one little thing. So do the hygiene check system. Don't wait till the end of the hygiene appointment and everybody's trying to find each other. Or they're making those weird noises and sounds or texting or don't do it. When the doc has a minute, go into the hygiene room and do your exam. It saves so much time. Now with this one little thing alone, make it so you never run late. No, it's a great tip, it's a help, but it won't make it so you never run late because the key to never running late is having an office philosophy that says, we do not run late. Just like Southwest Airlines has their philosophy, we are the low cost airline. So when they have to make big decisions or small decisions, you know, do they, do they serve a chicken Caesar salad on a cross country flight? No, you don't even get peanuts anymore. You know, do they, do they buy fancy planes and learn how to use them? No, every plane in our fleet is a 737. It streamlined things, it lowers overhead, it makes our mechanics, you know, do a better job for less money. We are the low cost airline. We don't cut corners. We still provide a fantastic, safe service, but we are the low-cost airline, so that's how they make their decisions. Same thing in your dental practice. We do not run late. So what's causing you to run late? Analyze the schedule. Is the doc cramming too many patients in? Are you a little too excited to start treatment and you say, oh, I can do two crown preps in 10 minutes. Just cram the patient in. Well, that's not good. That's not good for anyone. You know, when your philosophy is we do not run late, and a situation comes up, where do we put an emergency? Um, what do we do when a procedure goes awry, so to speak? What do we do when a patient shows up 20 minutes late for a 45 minute appointment? These are all daily things that happen in our dental practices. And they don't drive us crazy, it's just part of our work, but when we have to make a decision now, what do we do with this patient, with this procedure, whatever it is, with this scheduling? We have an office philosophy, and that philosophy is we do not run late. Boom, now your decisions are made. I'm telling you, it works. I never, ever, ever ran late in my office, which I had for many years, and took from a disaster area to a hugely successful practice. I mean, in you know several decades, did I ever run late? Well, maybe a couple times, but it was extremely rare. And you know what? Patients loved it. And patients used to comment on how this is the only dental practice I've ever been to where you take me back on time. And even those who didn't say it, which was most, I know they appreciated. Our attrition rate, rate was really, attrition weight? That makes no sense. Our attrition rate was really, really low. And I, I'm convinced that's one of the reasons. Look, I left my physician because he ran late all the time. So do it. Make it your practice philosophy. We do not run late. Just want to review a couple special websites that I gave. If you want us to do a free data analysis of your practice, and we'll even review the findings with you, go to matto.com slash snapshot. You want to get the best money in the fastest way for your dental scrap? Go to matto.com slash gold, G-O-L-D and save money every single month because you don't have to pay a percentage overage fee on your credit card processing, just a low monthly fee. Go to matto.com slash save and enter the special code MADSEP, M-A-D-S-E-P, and you'll get a free pin pad through the month of October. So hey, thanks so much for being with me on this very special edition of the Dental Practice 
Fixers podcast. I am Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Matter Center for Dental Practice Success. I've been your host today. It's been fun. Please go give us a good rating online. Tell your friends about the Dental Practice Fixers. It really helps us if our podcast continues to grow and helps you too, because we'll be here longer and longer and longer. So I'm going to sign off for today. Thanks so much for being with me. No mystery shopper calls today because it was a very special edition, but I'll be back soon with more of the usual secret shopper calls, um, letters from readers, from listeners, and some uh, readers, some listeners, and uh, some more great stuff on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Be cool. Have a good one. See you soon. Mm-hmm.